Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Few things in life are more traumatic for a guy than the arrival of something new. I'm not talking about the big stuff like getting married or welcoming a newborn. I'm speaking about the events that should seem relatively insignificant, but take on an importance far greater than one would think they warrant. For most men, buying a new chair is in that category. We ask a lot of a new chair. In the first place, it usually has to replace an old chair. And an old chair, like an old friend, is not easily replaced. An old chair, while perhaps not especially stylish, is usually functional. I have an old chair like that. It was certainly functional. Its primary function was to put me to sleep. I swear I slept more soundly in that chair than I do in the bed. Ten minutes after settling in, I'm usually asleep. I wake up astounded to learn the two hours have passed and reruns of Mayberry RFD have given way to the 11 o'clock news. I actually have to summon the energy to lift myself out of the chair and drag myself to bed. My chair provides a comfort level for me that a new chair has to earn. Old shoes are like that, too. I own a pair of dress shoes that I have worn for 20 years. Of course, I don't get dressed up as much since I retired, but the shoes still look good, and more importantly, they still feel good. They go with me mostly to weddings and funerals now, far too many of the latter, actually. And as long as we're examining the contents of my closet, what about the shirts? I have several hanging in the back of the closet that are older than my teenage grandchildren. I should toss them, I suppose, the shirts, not the kids, but for some reason I can't. I get new shirts from time to time, usually as a gift from the kids at Christmas, and I'm sure it annoys them that when I have to make a choice, new shirt or old shirt, I usually pick the old one. I think it's true that we grow up as a product of our childhood environment, not just our personalities, but something as basic as our wardrobe choices. If it's good enough for mom and dad, we figure it's good enough for us. My dad seemed to wear the same shirts year in and year out for as long as I lived in his house. His taste ran to what I'd call lumberjack plaid. I'm sure you can visualize it. My mother would buy him new shirts, but unless there was a special occasion and she insisted that he pull on a new one, he'd just grab the old. This resistance to change is one of the most stark differences between the generations. Whereas I want to hang on to the old way of doing things, my children and grandchildren can't wait for whatever the next big thing is whether it's the newest cell phone or perhaps the latest fashion trend. I don't find that troubling because I think it has always been so. My parents didn't get my taste in music. They grew up in the big band era. They loved Tommy Dorsey, Glenn Miller, and couldn't care less about blood, sweat, and tears or the four tops. So I didn't get too worked up when my own kids played what passed for music in the 80s and 90s. I also didn't care that they snickered when I pulled on the same old red and black plaid shirt. I was becoming my dad, and I was okay with that. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.